Welcome to the Steve Stein Guitar Podcast, brought to you by GuitarZoom.com. If you want to improve your guitar playing, keep listening. If you want to improve even faster, go to GuitarZoom.com, where you'll find all of Steve's premium courses, masterclasses, and memberships that'll help you quickly and easily improve your playing. Now, here's your host, Steve Stein. Hey, Steve here. What we're going to be talking about today is doing a more unusual style of bending, which is what I refer to as double bending, which is when you bend to two different notes. Okay, so I'm going to be using G major or E minor as my example, and I'm going to be using it on the second string. Now, normally when we would bend something, let's say we go to the 10th fret of the second string, for instance. Now, that note right there is A. And what I want to do is bend that up a whole step to become B, because they're both parts, they're both notes in the key of, of uh, G major or E minor. So, you know, I practice my usual bends, make sure the sound's right. And get really comfortable with the sound of that when I bend it up. Well, the trick now is I want to actually take that, that note that I'm bending to, which is B, and I want to go up again to C. So I want this. Now, it sounds really neat when you use it in context. Now, here's the problem, though. <clears throat> I've got to come back somehow. So what I like to do is I'll bend that up to the B, and then I'll bend it up to the C. But when I come back to the B, instead of just trying to drop it down, which sometimes is hard to do. Let me show you. And, and again, I don't always get it accurate either. But if I go... Well, it sounds really neat. So you could just practice that over and over and over, trying to bend up to your B, just trying to do that, and then try and bend up to your B and then hike up to the C. Just do that a few times and then start trying to get back to that B again. Now what I like to do to kind of cheat, and it sounds cool, it's not really cheating, but to set myself up for a little bit better uh, percentage of accuracy going back to the B because it's very hard to keep bending up and then just come back down, okay? Somewhere in, you know, la-la land with that bend. So what I like to do is I'll bend up to the B and then I'll bend up to the C and then when I want to go back to the B, what I do is I actually drop below and re-bend it to the B again. So there's a little dip there at the end. I'll show you. If I go like this. See how I did that little dip at the end? Because it gives me a chance to reset and use my ear because I've got all this out of tune stuff until I get to the note that I'm looking for. If you're enjoying this episode and you'd like to support the podcast, go to guitarzoom.com and consider becoming a premium member. There are three memberships to choose from. VIP, which gives you instant access to a library of short but powerful courses as well as new bite-sized lessons each month. There's also Play Songs that gives you step-by-step -step lessons so you can learn to play your favorite songs fast. 
And finally, there's Masterclass, university-level training on everything from soloing to music theory, from blues to home recording. For more info about these memberships and all the premium courses available to you, go to guitarzoom.com. Now back to the podcast. When I bring it back, I have to be spot on every single time. I've got to know by the, the amount of tension to bring it back and hope that it's going to be in tune. Or if I push it up, I can find the note I want. And then push it up, I can find the note I want. And then if I dip it back and come back up again, I can find the note I want. Okay, so it's a little bit, it's a little bit easier to do that way. So it makes for really nice melodies. And they sound really vocal because they're different than just playing those notes, okay? Now another one I want you to try and practice is this. What we're gonna do is we're gonna play the 12th fret. I'm gonna bend up, this time they're backwards. I'm gonna bend up to the 13 and then up to the 15. So I'm gonna go. See how weird that is? And that, that one, the, the 15 is quite high, right? Because you're actually bending up three frets, so you got to really kick that sucker up. So it's kind of a neat thing, kind of different. Again, hopefully you can use it in your playing somehow, but it's nice to know that there are other options out there that aren't just, you know, whole step bends and the standard bends that we use, but really trying to kind of think outside that box a little bit of different places that you might go to do some of these bends. And you could go anywhere. I mean, if I went to the, the uh, now again, I'm in G major or E minor, depending on how I'm looking at this. So if I went to the 12th fret of the first string, I'd have 12, 14, 15, so I could do... But if I want to get really adventurous, it sounds really neat. And they take they take time, they take practice, okay? But that's half the fun of this thing. So just learning to think, if you can see some of your scale there, you might be able to explore some new unique ideas that you can do with your bending. Next time on the Steve Stein Guitar Podcast. Hey, Steve Stein here again. And today what I'd like to do is talk to you about synchronization points. When you're trying to learn how to play something faster, whether it's a, a scale or a pattern that you've learned or something like that, oftentimes what we can do is we can kind of fake our way through and, you know, people go, wow, that's really cool. And they go, wow, that sounds really great. But the most important part for me is, is going in there and actually trying to figure out what you're doing and how you're doing it so you can actually make it sound clean and articulate and really make that thing attack. 
Hey, Steve Stein here from GuitarZoom.com, and thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, can I ask you a favor? Please subscribe, leave a review, and share it with a friend. Your feedback means more to me than you'll ever know. And be sure to check out my YouTube channels where you'll find over 1,000 videos to help you with your guitar playing. Thanks again for listening. Stay positive, keep playing, and keep having fun. If you'd like some help with your guitar playing but you're not sure how to get started, go to GuitarZoom.com and look for the Help Me Choose survey. By answering a few simple questions, you'll get Steve's personal recommendation of the perfect course for you. All this and more is available for you at GuitarZoom.com.